Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 46. I am your host, Smoothman. I've got Chris, Jack and Matt with me this week. Say hello everybody. Hello, hello everybody. How are we? Better than yeah, you. Not too bad. Yeah, probably a lot better than a lot better than most. I'm actually in a really good mood today. Good. I'm glad. How I'm are you doing, Smoothman? I'm feeling a bit down, a bit, bit ill, but we'll not get into that. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> It's um, it's Rusev Day, everybody. It's We're recording rare. this on Rusev Day. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, it's Rusev Day because I'm not saying that word. What? I don't know what you're on about. I have no. What? The We're f- recording it on what day? February the fourteenth. Yeah, Rusev Day. Every day's Rusev Day, except for Christmas today day. Is, today is an extra special Rusev Day because it's the day that we can superly love Rusev. That was really bad. <laughs> that <sorry>. was <laughs> right. Well, there's a pod title. There we go. Super yeah. Rusev Day Love. Right, let's go. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's better than what I was going to say earlier or later on when we come to You've SmackDown. You've been that for ages, haven't you? No, I just I kind of mm. spoke to Alice and said every time that someone mentions Valentine's Day, I re- correct them and say actually it's Rusev Day. I kept doing that at work today, and people were like what. Alice feels the love from you. On Rusev Day, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm disappointed um, in you, Smoothman, for that one. That was bad. I know, it's poor. It's poor. Um, let's get into the news first this week, because there's a shed load of it. Of course. Yeah, when literally last... I don't know where to start. Well, easiest way to chronological order. Yeah, easiest way to start is not long after we finished recording last week. Um, AEW had their big kind of press conference thing. Is was it the poolside party? Yeah, is that, is yeah. that what we're no. calling it? Uh, um, so they've moved from the parking lot to the poolside. Mm-hmm. But this one was actually in Vegas, though. So, Vegas, baby. Um, it was pretty much just a, a who's who of who's going to be at double or nothing, pretty much, and more signings. Um, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest one was um, that Ken- Kenny Omega's found his phone, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he is one of the executives part of part of AEW and is part of the roster, which is no one's surprise, really. It's no. the biggest draw, but it's no surprise. People who go, oh, he should have been going to WWE. He should have been at the Rumble. He should have been at the Rumble. <laughs> just shut up. Just, just leave him be. <laughs> Let him do what he wants to do. But a bit of a, but a bit of a weird one for me is that, what was it? He's, a, he's an executive, obviously he's an executive director at AEW, but he has a clause in his contract to go and work for New Japan as well, which to me is just a bit weird. But I, didn't I they? Like didn't New Japan remove him from their website? Or no, they removed everyone else except for Jericho. And ah, right. Okay, so they're and they're the ones that have got the non-exclusivity yeah. calls. Yeah, so Jericho has also got this all elite wrestling. A bit oh, of right. both. Well, I mean, of course, Ibushi resigned as well, didn't they? Yeah. So uh, that was at a New Beginning in Osaka, um, which happened on Monday, which I watched. Um, I'll probably talk about it later. I don't know if anybody else watched it. Matt, oh. Matt definitely didn't. If we, if you follow Matt, <laughs> he doesn't watch the New Japan product and he got called out on it. <laughs> um, that was good fun, that was. It was good yeah, fun. It was. 
very bad man. Did you make a new friend? <laughs> I got. I managed to get myself blocked in less than half an hour. That's Brilliant. You got blocked. Brilliant. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Matt. Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, um, Kota Ibushi came out and pretty much said during um, during the the event, uh, yes, I'm staying in New Japan. I'm going to be in the New Japan Cup, um, and that there are rumours going around that he's signed a new two year deal with New Japan. So he's not followed Kenny, but doesn't mean he doesn't have maybe some exclusivity. You never know. You never know with these New things. Japan won't let any of their talent unless it was Ring of Honor, or unless so, it's part of a clause with um, with Kenny staying open with New Japan that Ibushi can go the other way when required. Maybe, maybe. You know, Golden um, Lovers and all that jazz. That'll make, that'll make yeah. New Japan look incredibly weak, I reckon. Well, because they are incredibly weak right now. Because well, the they've problem. lost a lot of their top talent. And that, and that, and that's not shitting on Jay White, because I, I really do like Jay White. But he's he not. I am a big fan of Jay White. He's he not. He's a star. You just have to wait for him to be a star. He's got, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, not quite there I'll, t- I'll talk about New Japan in a minute once we've got through this this um it's fine, but you'll, you'll just be listing names that I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, partnership is going to be between AEW and AAA. Um, for those of you who do, do not know, and I pretty much are just guessing, so I'm sure one of the guys will correct me. AAA is Mexican, right? Yep. Yeah, see. So. See, very good. Good Spanish, sir. Um, yeah, so they've got a, a kind of partnership. The only thing that I remember about AAA is um, play my music. <laughs> play my fucking music. I just wonder why. I just wonder that if they got this partnership because of um, Phoenix and Pentagon, maybe more than likely. Yeah, probably. Um, so these are the the signings that we know of. Um, Sunny Kiss. Okay. Um, Sammy Guevara, who is currently the AAA Cruiserweight Champion again. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. And then hey, Kenny Omega. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. Um, it, it's a bloke, but well done. <laughs> uh, the women, we've got Yuka Sakazaki. Sak- I can't even say that. Sakazaki. There we go. Um, Aja Kong, okay. Kylie Ray, and. Nyla Rose. Really? I read, Kylie Ray's gone there. I, I read Kylie Ray and then was like, hang on, isn't she Scottish? Um, and then realised it's the wrong person. Because uh, I, right. I watch wrestling, everybody. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the ones who are... Actually, no, we've got tag teams first. Let me get it right, smooth and come on. Uh, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. I love Beretta, them, by even. the way. Um, incredibly, incredibly funny. And then the, the the Lucha Bros, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., which we kind of touched on last week after talking about the being the elite um, episode that aired last week. Um, the ones who are appearing at Double or Nothing, um, we're not quite sure what kind of deals they're on. Um, are Sammy Guevara, uh, y- Yuka Sakazaki, Aja Kong, and the Lucha Bros at the moment. Um, definitely pairing up. Double or nothing, but I, I didn't know at the time whether they actually had deals for further on. They might, yeah, like... yeah. What we need to determine with a lot of these guys is whether they are just for double or nothing or whether they are actually yeah. signed on for sort of one, two, three year deals, etc. Because they're very yeah. clever with the words. Some of them they'd say, Oh, they're here in all elite, and some would say they're going to double or nothing. So, mm-hmm. just... mm, very clever. The other bit of 
news coming out of this is that Nyla Rose is going to be the first transgender wrestler to be signed by any major wrestling company. Um, I'd probably say more mainstream company in that. So we we haven't really seen it in WWE or TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it. Um, Certainly not WCW days. That that would not have gone down then. It's great. I mean, I I can't... I don't really have anything other to say other than okay, cool. I, I can't wait to see what see what happens. We've also had this week twelve new WWE um, Performance Center recruits, um, including Trevor Lee, who's former TNA, uh, Rachel Ellering, who was also in the Mae Young Classic. Is that Paul Ellering's daughter by any chance? Yes, probably. Oh, that was a guess. Um, I would have named them all, but there wasn't enough space. No. No, and ones that we actually have heard of, but unlike me. Does anyone know what's happened to Tim Weiss, of the uh, the German goalkeeper? Is he still at the Performance Center? I think he got released. Oh, that makes me sad, Panda. Don't think he was any good. I'll find out. Mm. I'll come back to you. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard that he got released. Indeed. Um, AEW have also uh, kind of jumped around a little bit, but AEW have also... Um, had the maddest week as well in terms of their their sale of tickets for double or nothing. So they sold out in pre-sale tickets, which is around 10,000 in 26 minutes. And then they sold out the general sale tickets in four minutes, um, which is around 4,000 people approximately. Um, this is mad. This is insane. And I, Matt's probably going to be the first to jump in and say, yeah, but they're all probably elite smarks. Wait, what? what? Of course they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew, I know what Matt's like, so I was expecting him to jump straight well, in there. It's just, no, the, that's not the thing. The thing is, like, wonderful, they can sell out 15, 16,000, whatever this is, they've sold it out. Fantastic, that's all well and good. But people on Twitter were going, oh my God, they've sold out, they've sold out. The WWE never sell out anything. They've never sold 10,000 10, tickets in the last three years. And I'm like, Royal Rumble did 40,000. Mania does sixty, seventy thousand every year. They did was it TLC that had seventeen thousand and sold out in December? Was that the one in December? Was that TLC or was yeah, it Hell in a Cell? They're all the same. But WWE are selling out arenas of the same size. So to say like there's, there's people on Twitter going, Oh, WWE never sell out anymore, which is just not true. And this is one show. They're not even a thing yet. They don't even have a TV deal yet. To say this is this is AEW becoming a thing. And, and already challenging WWE is just stupid. Just back in your boxes and let's talk when they've got a TV show that's doing well and they're selling out mm. five, 6,000-seater arenas every week to get their TV show, show going. No, I, I, I fully agree with you. I mean, I'll was. Look, I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong. I I initially thought there is no way they're going to sell out that for, for, a second, for the second time or, or sell out a huge event. As it for a uh, for a second show, I didn't see it coming, or it would be a sort of uh, you know aim a bit lower. But you know, fair play, they they they've done what they set out to do. I just hope that they can uh, can maintain it because pe- people seem to think that we shit on AEW. Personally, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I can pretty much speak for the rest of the guys here that we're not we're not all. Oh, so pro WWE that we don't want AEW to do well. Of course, we want AEW to do well. I think it'd be fantastic. A proper, if 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 the if their intention is to be proper competition for WWE, it only makes things more exciting for the viewer. If you want to, if AEW is something that you want to watch, go and fucking watch it. If you if WWE something you want to watch, go and fucking watch that. Uh, if you want, if you're allegiance to each brand, fantastic because it creates competition. It creates more excitement for the viewer and. 
it, it we could see you know uh, the equivalent of the nowadays version of the wars from sort of the late late nineteen nineties. It's exciting times, and that that's we, we've had to bring we've had to start a new section of the podcast just to talk about this stuff every week, and I'm, I'm I love it. Yeah, is the thing that I've I'm kind of seeing from it is it's just getting more eyes on pro wrestling. Exactly. Because back at, if you if you are a avid football NFL fan, for example, um, as well as to our American friends soccer. If you go, oh, I'm a Fulham fan because they they own Fulham, right? The Cairns, is that right? Yeah, they do. The guys, um, the guys' dad owns Fulham. So if you go, hang on, the guy's dad owns Fulham. Fulham are going to go. They've just set up this wrestling promotion over there, and if people watch wrestling like every now and then, they'll go, oh, this is new. They'll go and check it out, whether they carry on watching or not. But it's putting eyes on it. And a lot of people, when you have conversations, we had this conversation, I think, was it last week or maybe the week, sometime in the week about going out wearing wrestling T-shirts. You're trying not to do it because you might get laughed at. Yeah. Or you get Yeah, it was me. Looks. I remember it, yeah. Um, but, like, if you wear it now, you probably get more people go up to you and go, like, you wear a Bullet Club T-shirt, someone might come up to you and go, too sweet, brother. And you'll be like, what? Yeah, it's it's a very different time. That... Mark. <laughs> yeah, go back and eat your hot pockets that your mum made you. Um... Fucking, <laughs> fucking marks. No, um... yeah, it, it's all I can really say is it's just sort of back to the fact that I just think it's going to be it could be a really interesting time, and I just I, I genuinely hope that AEW is something that's going to be big. And I, and I hope that with all the money that the Khans are going to throw at it, I really hope that they can actually bring something different to the table and not be a WWE Lite or a version 2, what, what basically what Impact became. And my, my kind of initial thoughts are, I think, with the guys who are executives, they're going to focus heavily on the wrestling more than the storylines, I'd say, at this moment. Because if you think about, yes, they did All In, Yes, it was a one-off. It wasn't a tied with any promotion or anything. Um, that was focused all on wrestling. It was dream matches that you want to see. Double or Nothing will be the start of AEW's kind of plan for what they're going to do for the future. But the the emphasis is on wrestling. It's not emphasis on what we call entertainment, if that makes sense. I mean, the, the advent of social media as well makes this even easier to advertise and to market. Because you've yeah. cause, cause, I mean, back back if you if you go back to sort of like late nineties, it's impossible to advertise without having to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now you don't need to because you know that people are going to be fans of Kenny Omega already before he even joins up with AEW because of his interest generated abroad via social media, via YouTube, via networks, via things like that. So mm. yeah, it, it it it's a lot of eyes on the product. Um, I personally think they've already got a TV deal signed and they're probably going to announce it at Double or Nothing. Uh, an interesting thing with Tony Khan, um, he was on Jericho's podcast. I've not watched it or listened to it yet, but there's a few footnotes. Um, he's saying, uh, I believe that they're going to use statistics uh, in a way that wins and losses are actually going to matter, which is interesting. Yes, because, that is interesting. Yeah. It's, similar, it's very similar to how, and I, people are probably going to take a massive dump on me for this, but being a fan of New Japan at the moment and what I've seen, if you look at Jay White, Jay White has got many wins and he's many now wins. champion. He's not had that many losses, I'd say, in his run between 
being part of the Bullet Club. Would, would, I, don't, I know you well, guys probably don't really chaos, watch it. Really, isn't it? Since he's part of Chaos, he hasn't yeah. lost that many. So, similar kind of way that New Japan do it in terms of they see it as a sport. They see it as not like rank, like a bit similar to rankings. You're doing well, so therefore you move up a ranking and then you will... Yeah, yeah, in effect. It's, it's that kind of idea because that's pretty much what New Japan is. They have like the the New Japan Cup or they have the G1 and that then influences who's the champ going to challenge the champion. It's going to be an interesting way how they do it when they're booking who wins, etc. if you get what I mean. It's all all well and good in UFC because you actually beat the crap out of someone. It's real. You take their spot in the place and like you could, you could get like a Becky Lynch situation where she's losing every now and again. She's kind of at the bottom of the card and then her popularity rises but because she hasn't got the wins, she's going to be nowhere near the title. So how yeah. do they... It would be yeah, interesting yeah. to see how they do that. It really is. Um, I, I hope it's something that they can utilise in the American-slash-Western market. Because I'm pretty sure it, it's... I mean, obviously, as what Smithen was saying, it's utilised reasonably heavily in New Japan. So I wonder how they would actually be able to incorporate that in a Western market and make it interesting every mm-hmm. week. But yeah. honestly... It, it, it's just exciting because it's different. And I really hope that wh- whatever this elusive TV deal is going to be, it's going to be fucking shown in the UK. Yes. That's, that's the only... Um, I'm not... I want it to do well, but at the moment it's showing that I don't care for it because I don't, because unless it's shown over here, that's when I'll start caring. Because if it's yeah. not shown I, over I, here, I don't give a shit. Double or nothing is going to be pay-per-view on fight. Is that correct? Probably. Yeah, which is an act. Know, like they did with All In. Is now an app for over here. Yes. Yeah. Which I've got, which was all, all in was on. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll wait. I think just just going back to like every, like Chris said earlier, like people think that we're shitting on it, and people will think that my opinion is because I've got a very strong opinion that we just don't like we don't know at the moment, and people people are criticizing me on Twitter for saying, "Can we just wait and see?" And it's I'm not saying can we wait and see because I hate it or I want to like I want to shit on it, but. We like we know nothing about it. We know absolutely nothing. It might be an hour weekly show. It might be an hour and a half weekly show. It might be a two hour weekly show. It may end up being pre recorded rather than live. We don't. We literally know nothing about the weekly product at this stage. Absolutely nothing. Sod all. They've said nothing about it because they can't t- tell you until they sign this TV deal and announce it. So what we need to do is rather than getting overhyped and saying this is going to be the greatest thing in the world, wait and see to what it's actually like because if you overhype yourself now and you see Kenny and go once every six weeks because they've only got an hour's worth of TV and they've signed all these wrestlers then you're going to start getting disappointed and you're going to be the people then that have cost this its place in the market because it, it could be at that NXT level if it's only a week and you only get to see your wrestlers every five or six weeks and you know they might come and stand ringside but you don't get to see them wrestle every week and you've hyped this to be i'm going to see omega every week and i'm going to see pentagon jr versus um chris jericho or whatever or pack's going to be wrestling here or there and everywhere we're going to see these awesome matches and actually you might only get to see your favorites every every six weeks and that point your hyping of it now is going to ruin the product for yourself and then and then and then you'll take a massive dump on it and and you'll be the one 
taking a dump on it. Yeah. And I'll be saying, actually, this is a great product. If you just waited and known that this is all they can do right now, this is a platform for them to build on. But until we know what it is, just stop overhyping it. Because you're gonna get yourself worked up, and you're gonna ruin it for yourselves. And we know what we know what wrestling fans are like when it comes to uh, bigging something up and then shitting on it too. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. I mean, have yes. we covered most of the news, or is there anything else we need to? Um, the, only, the only last couple of things where they've also started talking about shows. These are just reports, though. They're not set in stone. That in June of this year they're going to have some unspecified show july they're going to have another show which is unnamed but it's going to be in relation to the jacksonville and to gun crime charities that they've got over there because of what happened with the yes it was the esports thing wasn't it the the rally in the car park yeah Yeah, that was that was already mentioned (laughs) there is talk of there going to be a london show which Jack's response in his new segment on the spreadsheet just says moist. <laughs> yes, I mean the, the the prospect of having a UK show, I I can't see them not doing a UK show if they haven't got a TV deal that would benefit the UK. Yeah, I've also UK viewers. I also thought as well, um, New Japan have got a show in August as well. So is this a way to say, look, we're we're a thing? Come and watch us, kind of. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe it could be. And it's the Royal Albert Hall, which is a bit more prestigious than the the Copper Box, unfortunately. Oh, well, who's at the Albert Hall? AEW. AEW, apparently. Royal oh. Hall. New Japan are at their Copper Box. I don't know. Which they've started. Which, which, which yeah, this is all rumored. Um, because the they've started talking about the New Japan show already. Um, because I've signed up for emails. So I know all the de- dirty details. The They've said that some three big Japanese wrestlers are going to be there. Just if they can get visas, know. unlike in America. <laughs> where ev- fucking evil, evil's getting a visa. Evil had ease of, uh, visa problems. Mm. He can't even get into the States now. Oh, it's funny. Um, and then the September of this year is going to be All Out, which is official sequel to All In. Um, it's likely that it could be in Chicago and it's probably going to be the biggest show before they actually launch. Their and it'll probably TV be the show. CM Punk debut. It won't be a CM Punk. Oh, I, I don't you start. <laughs> um, and October is supposedly, according to the guys over at WrestleTalk, about starting their weekly TV show. So, we've, we've this, like like Matt has said, there's a lot of speculation. Don't I can't take a man who's got sellotape on his forehead seriously. It's not sellotape. Oh, look like sellotape. Oh, you've done your weird sort You're of... You're actually... Again. You, you are just... Um, oh, I can't explain this, like man. like sellotape from this angle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, as you've probably figured out, there's no quiz this week because we've got that and all we've just talked about for 25 minutes. Um, and we've also got predictions to do later. So, well, let's... Should we do... well no, don't, don't we, usually, we usually do predictions first and then go into Ron's Smackdown. I thought we did it the other way around. But. I think we've done it both ways. I don't think it really matters. I don't Which think way? it really matters. Uh, I'm going to... If you want, I don't know. I was well, going to yeah, jump let's, straight let's into Raw. Down, then. Jumping into Raw. You're, you're going in Raw, are you? <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Give me hashtag, hashtag no <laughs> yeah, I hate you. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch was invited back to Raw. 
I'm, I'm continuing whether Matt's still laughing or not. Um, me, it was Chris. Oh. Triple H um, and Stephanie kicked off the show. They pretty much said, look, doctors have cleared her. Her doctors cleared her. The WWE doctors have communicated all this smoke and mirror rubbish about doctors. Um, yes, you are cleared. You can fight at WrestleMania if you apologize. And then the majority of the show was then waiting to see what she was going to do. Um, I am very, very annoyed that they took away from a match in this kind of segment. I'm kind of merging two segments together here. Um, because I'm not. when rules terrible. Glad there wasn't <laughs> another match. Uh, wait, what? So what they'd done was Becky was backstage and she was like asking for advice. So she'd ask yeah. Finn, she'd ask loads of other people. She'd bumped into Ronda, but the moment she bumped into Ronda was during the Nikki Cross Ruby Riot match, which is very, very poorly it's just done. A bit rude. I think it's very rude. This is your next challenger for a championship, and you've just gone. You know what? You're not important because you're on the shows before WrestleMania when no one gives a damn. It's a three-hour show. I'm sure they can fit in. Well, or how about, why don't instead of you just have one of the moments where Elias doesn't have his guitar cut off instead and just do that segment there rather than... I, mean, I enjoyed that, the Elias cut off. That really added value, didn't it? I, I enjoyed the Elias cut off, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I'm going to do it every one. time. <laughs> hmm? just, yeah, to be the only one. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the start, middle and pretty much end of the night because then at the end we'll get this out of the way early so we can get the rants done um, rants Vince McMahon Becky had the dilemma, she came out and said I'm sorry um, she pretty much was told, yep you're at Wrestlemania congratulations, shook hands pretty much um, kind Stone of mad- cold, never had to apologise tail between her legs, done it and then Vince McMahon came out and said uh, I don't I don't accept your apology. They might, but I'm not. Um, you're suspended for 60, 60 days, yes, which yeah. coincides with five days after WrestleMania. Yeah. Therefore, we need someone else to come in. Everybody knows who it's going to be. And then he announces Charlotte, and she comes out, and she got booed to death. So Becky got the tightest treatment. Um, now, look. I... <laughs> Welcome to the new era, ladies and gentlemen. No, I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. I what? New era, same or what? Yeah, same shit, different day. <laughs> no, I... I... <laughs> this was the best way to do it, and I'm really glad they did it this, this way. It was absolutely perfect. I I literally <laughs> said in the DMs, Vince McMahon is a horrible sea bag, but at the same time, this was absolutely fucking oh, perfect. Yeah. You've got all of the heat. They've admitted that Charlotte, they're, they're not Roman Reigns in Charlotte anymore. She is a heel by every definition of the yes. word. She's with Vince McMahon, who's back as the biggest heel. He's got all the heat on Vince McMahon, all the heat on Charlotte. Stops Ronda getting booed. Yes, every, it does. Yeah. Like, it's just 100% perfect. We've got two baby faces back and a heel. And it's going to be an incredible... Like I said, the build-up would be shit if they put Charlotte in it, but they've done it in such a good way that I I was I was angry at everything in the right way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate shit heels. Shit heels are the worst thing in the world. People like Leo Rush, who are just a heel because he's an annoying little prick. He can drown, and I wouldn't care. Ross! <laughs> wow! Vince McMahon wow. and Charlotte right now 
I physically want to punch them in the face. That's how like good heel work makes you passionate about people. Bad <laughs> work makes you apathetic towards people. I... You say that, and I can com- not the Leo Rush, by the way. I completely <laughs> agree with everything else you just said. <laughs> those are those are the views of Matt and Matt alone. Yeah. No, 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 it, no I, I I laughed so much. I thought I I, I love. The Vince, Vince is worth... No, nah, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it my own way anyway. <laughs> I, I love that. I love it. <laughs> Smarks are going fucking mental. <laughs> I was just scrolling through Twitter meltdown. like, this is amazing. This <laughs> Did, you is see so Did you see how... I had more fun. Like I had more fun watching people have meltdowns than the three hours of Raw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching it live, Jack? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So, so, you, so you saw the live Twitter meltdown. Oh, perfect. I uh, said... So, I saw, I saw it on the, the Squared Circle Reddit and, oh, just amazing. It was so much fun afterwards. But that's how it should be. Exactly. People it, should be getting mad at heel authorities and heel wrestlers. The whole point of a heel. It's the yeah, exactly. It's the whole yes, point. It's the whole point. It's, doing it's not a shitty fucking job. annoying bastard. It's somebody that you actually want to murder. And One thing I'm going to on that pedestal, like we really wanted to win, <laughs> fucking let her win. Who's this scumbag? It's, it's so I mean, we, we all know this is going to be the overcoming adversary story. You know, uh, yeah, the adversity, adver- yeah, not adversary. It's, it's adversity got very story. much levels of Stone Cold McMahon shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's got. It, you could take that and then throw in a bit of Daniel Bryan in there as well. Yeah, Daniel Bryan um, versus Authority. Um, weeks, weeks and weeks of build-up between now and WrestleMania. Honestly, be, the Rock Let's keep pushing Vince Becky and... down. Let's keep pushing her down. And then she's going to win at WrestleMania. And the pop will be amazing. I'm not going to be able to watch it live because I'm on holiday and I'm going to be really annoyed. Well, you Think will be able to way. watch it. Think of it this way. You could have had Becky versus Ronda. Becky's going to win. Cool. Two faces, Ronda loses, Shiva goes away and has kids, whatever. But, you add Charlotte into this, and now you've got, because Becky's been suspended, she's obviously going to come back, because there's no way they're not going to have Becky in there. And it's just like, right, she she must win. She has to win now. And when she wins, everyone's going to be so relieved. You wouldn't have got that if it was just Ronda versus Becky. What we're going to do? Wouldn't. We're going to get Ronda versus Becky... Because Ronda's going to pin Charlotte, and Becky and uh, sorry, uh, Becky's going to pin Charlotte, and Ronda's going to go, "I never lost." And then we're going to get Ronda versus Becky anyway. Yeah, so we we'll get, get that, that SummerSlam that anyway. Amazing, amazing match between the triple threat, like the most organic triple threat now we've ever had in WWE. Like, there's an actual reason to have a triple threat match, and it's between the three biggest stars in the women's division, and it's going to be amazing. And then. Charlotte's going to get pinned by Becky and then we're going to get Ronda Rousey versus Becky anyway, which we've all been waiting for. And all right, it's not going to be the um, main event, but it's going to be the main event of one of the next three pay-per-views. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. SummerSlam, I'm really, yeah, really, really excited about wrestling. Main <laughs> roster wrestling. Are you okay? The, the, one, thing, the one thing I would want from this is SummerSlam triple threat. Carmella, Charlotte, Becky. Yeah. Char- uh, Becky had... The disarmor on Carmella and Charlotte won by natural selection. All yeah. you have to do is have that same spot. Yeah, this time like Becky that. kicks out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's that's going to receive that will receive a bigger pop than if Becky wins. Or it will be the biggest amount of heat that a wrestler's had when Charlotte Flair goes to the pin, and the biggest pop you've ever seen in wrestling history mm. when yeah. Becky kicks out. Or could you imagine if Vince went, you're not a fuck you, and they actually did suspend her for the sixty days, and she didn't turn up at WrestleMania? That'd be. If he wants to lose money, then. <laughs> 
No, I know. Do it. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> the, the only, I wouldn't the, put it past him. No, the only very small, minor bugbear detail I have with this is, does the brand split, split mean nothing now? No, it doesn't mean anything at all. It means it's, jack it's, shit. Not for the titles, it doesn't. <laughs> it's nonsense. Tag it's team women's right. title. It's, Wrestle, it's WrestleMania season. Anything happens, mate. Wrestling. Wrestling road to WrestleMania. It's Yeah, it just makes me think, what is the brand split? Well, the well, there's also going to be a shake-up after WrestleMania as well, which, well, which will just, make sense. Just don't bother with having a brand. Yeah, good one. Let's just I do mean, that. We talked about the brand split being off, so I'm going to talk about the, the first section of SmackDown now as well, because the, obviously it's the same storyline. Mm. It's continuation. And Charlotte came out and did oh. one of the best heel promos I've ever seen in my life. She shut the crowd every time they did the Becky. She chanted along, which was she did. Bad. She did what as well? Just shut them down. Yeah, she did the what. She like, wanted everyone. They were chanting something, and she was like, what? So it stopped them from doing that. She cut them off at every every turn. She said exactly what she needed to say. She was a smug, arrogant bitch. Made you hate her, but made you passionately hate her, not just wish she wasn't there. It was like it would have been better if she didn't point at the sign. Or and sm- no, she did that for no. a reason. It was a, <laughs> like, that's the, like Seth Rollins the other week when he said it for the point for the sake of that was annoying. Charlotte did it for a reason to wind people, and it was just per- like this is the first time we've had proper actual face and heel attitude era levels of an actual storyline going on since I've been back watching wrestling. Bow to the fucking queen. No, 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 no. Honestly, she's a brilliant, brilliant heel. And it's, it's only going to get even better because it's Ric Flair celebration in two weeks. We're going to get death. Oh, death wished upon Ric Flair and God knows what's going to (laughs) happen. But, I don't necessarily know how they're going to put Becky in the match, but I'm looking forward to finding out. That's the thing. You I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a match at Fastlane, mate. Chill out. Rip Ric Flair's arm off and beat Becky, uh, beat Charlotte with it to the point that Charlotte says, fine, you can be in the match. Does anyone remember when Ric Flair kissed Becky Lynch during a match? Oh, that happened. Yeah. That like three years ago, <laughs> isn't it? It, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Rick. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Go on, son. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was pretty much the main segment of Raw. Anything else happened on Raw was um, <clears throat> nonsense, um, <laughs> apart from the tag titles. No, no, I know. I liked Seth's promo. Oh no, yeah, but it's that usual. Oh, I'm the advocate for the beast, and he points, and then he doesn't appear, and I went shock. Well, the well, apparently they are. Uh, there, there may well be a Shield esque moment during WrestleMania uh, to help Lesnar lose the title. So that's the reason why they probably turned Dean face, um, and you may see a return of Roman for a Shield moment, and then he sort of fades away into the distance again to continue his battle against leukemia. I don't know, but there's rumours going around that that's how, that's how Ro- Rollins is going to beat Lesnar mm. with a with a oh. Shield triple power bomb and. And I, and I'd, I'd pop hard for that. I'd, the pop would be immense for that. Especially to see Roman again. Oh, oh yeah. The crowd would go mental. The crowd would go fucking apeshit. And it'd be a great way for Dean to bow out as well. Dean does his sort of, you know, bow to the crowd afterwards. It's a perfect way for it to work for me. Yeah, the three of them, they all put their fists in and then Roman turns heel and nails Ambrose on the way out. That'd be funny. <laughs> 
Bruh. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I liked Seth's promo. Um, it's reported that Dean Ambrose went off script. Um, he was supposed to have a long promo, is that correct? Because YouTube didn't show any of Dean in the promo. Um, no, no, no. It was uh, apparently he was still supposed to do like a long chat about um, about the shield and the brotherhood and things like that. But essentially, Dean's a face now. So uh, in, instead of doing that, Dean just sort of stuck his like, sort of uh, shook his hand and say the Beast Brother and just sort of went and sat down as they sort of bleed transitions between a segment and a match. Or a, or a promo in a match. And, yeah, I quite liked it. It was like, okay, cool. That's fine by me. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I think that's a lot better. You don't need to have a long promo about this. No, no, no. no. It, it, said, it said all that needed to be said. And it, it didn't, because otherwise it would have made Dean just come across as horrifically cheesy. I think it's just protecting what character he's got left, to be honest. And I'm for that. Hmm. He doesn't have to protect the character. Yes, he does. The character of Dean Ambrose is WWE. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants to Dean Ambrose. He's not Dean Ambrose. As soon as he leaves the Indies, he'll be John Moxley again, won't he? Yeah, but he'll be Dean Ambrose again within three He's not years. going on the Indies. I don't think he's going to go on the Indies. I think he's going to ride off into the sunset. It's all a work. He's not leaving. It's, he's not leaving. Yeah, but Wrestling then, the day after. What, what, what do you think? You, he'll you be, think on, he'll be on the Raw after. He'll be on the Raw after Mania. And he'll do a contract sign in there and... Yeah, be, I wouldn't. Be... I wouldn't hate that. I honestly wouldn't hate that. Uh, I, I, I guess it's a way to stop this the disastrous heel run that Dean's had. Yeah, and it's uh, he clearly said this is shit. Let me leave, and they've gone. Well, actually, should we turn your face again? And he's gone. Yeah, that'd be a better idea. And then he can have some like less meaningful matches. Put some people over. Event. I assume EC3 is going to go over him. And then yeah. he'll go on to another thing. He'll probably put Nia Jax over at WrestleMania. And then, yeah, we can start actually working towards something towards um, after Mania. I think oh, this is a gender match. Is that happening at WrestleMania? No, it's a live show. It's a house show at the moment. But I think there will, that story... Are they, are they just testing the awards? I think so. I think yeah, if I'm they sure. don't get too much kickback, I think you'll see Nia Jax versus Dean Ambrose at Mania. Oh no! That's what. Oh I think. no, that'd be really bad. <laughs> but, well, we need a Nicholas segment of the night. So last year it was John Cena. <laughs> I, I, I assume what they're like in a patronising way. What the people in backstage of WWE have probably thought is men are less likely to break than women. Therefore, Nia Jax can wrestle a man. I'm going to disagree with you, but only when we get onto predictions later on. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Cool. Um, yeah, we've talked about Elias a little bit. Um, he got interrupted by Lucha House Party. I quite liked it. I it just is... thought it was quite funny. I, I just like his face when he gets interrupted. It makes me laugh. <laughs> just a little giggle every time. Like, <laughs> Dickhead. Just on the phone. They they was there was a Sasha. I can't even speak. Um, Sasha and Bailey, Riot Squad, and Tamina and Nia had a triple threat match which had some sort of stipulation where if um the team who loses or gets pinned um would be the first one of the first teams or would be number one in the elimination chamber match um it was pretty much using this same storyline of bailey 
having to overcome everybody on her own because Sasha got injured, but this time she got pinned, so they're coming out number one. Can, can yes, I, Matt, I, you have your hand up. Can I ask a question? If your tag partner is injured and you're not in the match and therefore you can't lose, why would you get involved in this match where the only thing that will affect you is if you lose the match? We'll get on to that when we get to the iconic <laughs> and the fantastic tactical work. Like, why But why did why did Bailey just not stay out of the match? Because she's, 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 she's a dumb face. She's a WWE face and they're dumb. It really frustrating me. I was like, why, why tag yourself into a match? Yeah. Just Matt, Matt, it's wrestling. Because of story continuation reasons, yeah. Matt. Yeah, 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 come on, boy. Um, Finn Balor had a match against Drew McIntyre, which was um, rudely interrupted by Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Great. Causing a disqualification. Wonderful. Um, so Lashley was beating down Balor. Angle came out to help make the save. Then Baron Corbin came out. Then we had Braun Strowman. And hang on, didn't we have this for the last two weeks? Yeah. Um <laughs> Am I the only one here that thinks that Drew McIntyre's cooled off somewhat recently? WWE have just said, <laughs> you're on a good run like Strowman was a couple of months back. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because I honestly forgot he was on Raw. Like I said last week, wrong time, wrong place. He's not in the top title picture. He's can't, he can't be in the IC title picture because he's a heel. He's not doing anything. It's wrong time, wrong place at the moment. Poor bloke. Yeah. So Honestly, that, send him then, to SmackDown. I think he'd be fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Then then we that kind of led into a six-man tag team match, obviously, for reasons. Um, holla, holla, player, player. Uh, tag team, baby. <laughs> the This match had controversy in it as well because Finn was pinned by Bobby Lashley, but he had his foot on the rope. The referee missed it because he's a stupid zebra. Um, Bobby Lashley kind of pulled his foot off the rope as the referee got back up again, which I thought was quite clever. Like, you don't normally see that kind of thing. They normally kind of just ignore it. Um, but then they restarted the match and then Balor won. The, the, the biggest thing that annoyed me in this match is there were three or four occasions where somebody wasn't legal and hit somebody else. Now, last week, this match <laughs> got abandoned because yeah. Strowman got in the ring and hit somebody, and he wasn't legal. But this week it happened, and it's fine. Yeah, but that last that 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 didn't happen, Matt. That that didn't happen. Consistency. It didn't happen, mate. Consistency. I've told you it didn't happen. VAR. That's what we need. We had it this week, but we didn't bother with it last week. And odd. VAR for one thing and not the other, and just rules getting enforced and not bothering enforcing them. And can we just have a little consistency, Matt? It's wrestling. No, 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 I know, I know. Suspension of disbelief and all that stuff. I'm with you. I'm with you. Monday Night Raw, things don't happen like that. No. (laughs) Monday Night Raw has its own rules. Anybody had time Um, for that? The last thing I want to talk about, we we don't really need to talk about EC3 versus Dean Ambrose because it was all right. It wasn't groundbreaking. Top Um, 1%. He is. EC3 still hasn't spoken on the main roster. What? Yeah. uh, He talked in a match. Yeah. He said EC3. EC. I can't even do it. And he sings his entrance theme, which I love. I love that when well, he walks into walking the ring. To the ring. Yeah, yeah I love great. that. Um, the biggest shock of the night was the Raw Tag Team Championship match where Bobby Roode and Chad Gable lost the titles to the Revival. Yay, Revival! It's happened! I didn't think it was a shock. 
No, I, I think thought this match been coming. At, uh, I thought this match was happening at Elimination Chamber, and I'd already had down that a revival were going to win. It's just a way to keep them happy while they're because they're not going to get released, are they? No. Keep yeah, them happy, and you might be able to change their minds. Eighth time lucky and all that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Firstly, I'm happy that the revival won the titles. My, my only concern is I've got a feeling that they're going to get lost in. They're going to get lost soon in the way that there hasn't been any real character development whatsoever since they've got to the main roster. No, but they do. No, but they do. No, no, but they do because it's a storyline-driven show, Jack. No flips, just fists. Yeah, but but that's not... That's not... FTR. progression. No flips, just fists. But then they were in... But they they were doing suicide dives. In fucking... But they did suicide dives. That's not a flip, though, is it? It's a suicide dive. It's not flips, though, is it's it? Not flip, though, is it's, it's not a flip. It's, it's a move with a Mexican name, therefore it's a it's flip. It's not a flip. It's a tope. It tope, so I say don't. It didn't do a spin, therefore it's not a flip. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm trying to get at is without any sort of real character development, yeah, you're mixing it up, that's fine. With, with, with any sort of real character development, they're not going to progress. And they, they could well go in the way of the club. Because remember, the, the club won the Royal Tag Team titles once. What the fuck what? happened to them? Who? It, that's my point. No, <laughs> that's my point. You know, you know, you know, you know, Craig's going down there when you win it on a pre-show. Yeah, but they, they, these guys didn't even win it on a pre-show. They run out a throwaway match from Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and that and that's my point. Is but that it wasn't I'm a throwaway not, match. It was actually a really, really. Yeah, good yeah, match. it was a good match, and I loved it. The, the, the finish was a shock in the way that it came out of nowhere, and it was it was lovely, beautifully done. But my point is that without progression from them as characters we're not gonna see them hold it for long or whether or, or it's gonna get the u.s title treatment or where it, it, it's not gonna progress any further or get any sort of higher up on so the card the raw tag team titles mate they're they're pretty low of the low already yeah that's what i'm saying and in, and without any character development across the board it's not gonna progress yeah cool so that was raw as you heard it was pretty naff uh, apart from certain sections we've already started talking about the first bit of smackdown so i don't think we need to go over that again um we then had another elimination chamber women's tag team match where naomi naomi and carmella versus um mandy rose and deville and the iconics um so this was the, the opposite iconics i believe are incredible I love the, so good. I love the iconics. They did not enter the match once. Yeah, I know. Perfect. I was like, they, they did enter once. And they Fucking Actually, genius. no, they started the match, instantly yeah. tagged out, and then they didn't enter. Yeah. That's what brilliant. Them brilliant. I also like how they play on this. They're very, very, very close friends. Because if you look at when any tag team match happens, they normally have one person either side of the turnbuckle. They were stood like directly next to each other. Oh, no. They, 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 that is their brilliant. whole gimmick is one fantastic. In, I reckon. Tactics. You hmm? Tactics. Oh, yeah, honestly, I, I, they are, their whole gimmick is fantastic. And yes, yes, they come across as annoying. And that's that's part of their gimmick. Oh, iconic. I know, I love it. I, love I think it's brilliant. Man. I think the music's so fantastic. The looks fantastic. The way they wrestle is very good as well. Let's not forget, they are decent wrestlers as well. They just get shoved that way. It's like, this is the women's division. Oh, the iconics, you can yeah, just yeah, cause they're, they're, they're creep off the right. edge of the screen a little bit kind of thing. It's because it, they're not American. <laughs> um, it, 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 sorry, but it is. Um, oh, that's good. She's a title holder. What was that? 
No, it's Asuka, and she's a title Did you not see the thing about um, Asuka that Matthew from Botchamania tweeted today? No. So it's one of these Simpsons memes where it's like, oh, Asuka, you defeated Charlotte and you're now the SmackDown Women's Champion. I should reward you. And then it's like a pit of things that Vince McMahon has forgotten. So it's like King of the Ring. Oh, um, God. There's something, I can't remember what it was. There's loads of different things. And then there's just a picture of Asuka with the SmackDown title. Because she, she wasn't even on the fucking show, was she? So I was oh, like, rumor has it because they want in every everyone's eyes on Charlotte, Becky, Ronda. They want everyone to be focusing on that. Fair enough. On the women's division, but, which, is bit, which is a bit, which is a bit bad because you got you know women's tag team <laughs> titles coming up, but they want everyone to be like, "Oh, Becky, Ronda, Charlotte," which I guess that's your money match. There's literally no other woman on SmackDown, is there? You've got Becky and Charlotte in one feud. You've got the other six in this tag team elimination chamber, and then you've got Asuka. There's literally no other woman on SmackDown. It's almost like you could have. Had Nikki Cross over there or something. See, the, 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 the thing that's a bit weird to me is that, yeah, I, I agree with you what you're saying about they want all the eyes on Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, but it's almost like they don't care about any of the undercard, which is a basically in, in effect, match, all the fair. matches, which is annoying. I mean, it's annoying for a fan, but for a business wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, look, it should get the most TV time and things like that. And this week, I can actually understand it because of the Gauntlet match, which was brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we we'll, obviously we'll get to that in a minute. But um, I, I suppose I'd love for the Iconics to win. I really would. But it's not, it's not going to happen. But I would love it so much for them to win. I'm a, I'm a fan of their work very much. So I think they're very, very, very entertaining as the characters they are. And they're genuinely funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. They're annoying, but in a funny way. That's yes. why they're better than like all this other nonsense. Like you know, like Leo Rush is just annoying. Some of yeah. the other guys are just annoying. They are funny and annoying. But they, they're, Billy they're, Kay they has got impeccable comedic timing. Billy Kay has Peyton Royce. I think you know she's very close to it, but not there. But Billy Kay is hilarious. She she knows how to time everything perfectly in a comedic way, and I think it works perfectly. And I just, mm. I hope that they can utilize that because it's not what, it, it, there's no other, certainly tag team or, or even anyone else in, in the roster that can pull that off. Mm. It, it's very interesting how, like you've, like you've just mentioned, is they're focusing heavily on Becky and Ronda and Charlotte because both of the women's tag teams from Raw and SmackDown had pretty much an identical match two weeks in a row. Of course. And because it's, it's just filler content until you can get to the pay-per-view. So this, the one on obviously Raw was whoever loses is in first. This one was, I think if they won, they were in one of the pods, I think. Oh no, this was again, the loser goes in first. So we're, we're getting Sasha and Bailey starting against Mandy Rose. No. Yeah. 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 That's literally it. Yeah, I kind of agree with with the Iconics should be higher up in terms of winning this match, but they're not going to, which is a shame. Um, the Usos were on McMiz TV. It's now oh, been that renamed. Is an awful name. Um, it's I hated like it. it. 
I hated it, but I liked it at the same time. I knew you'd like it, yeah. I I watched it back and think, I bet you Sweden fucking loves this. Because (laughs) I love the Usos. Like, I was saying to Alice as we were watching it, I was like, the Usos are probably my favourite tag team of all time. Like, I know that sounds, like, controversial. Go hard in the paint or something where it needs to be. There's so many, yeah, (laughs) there's so many kind of other tag teams. But of the era when I've started watching it again from what 2013 14 they they're they're the team that i really really like and i i I don't i didn't like the painted up version of the usos no no i love when they first turned heel they were brilliant their attitude their music everything about them the uso penitentiary just rap battles and stuff it's like going proper ham at people and just calling them out. I know, I know. I loved it. I mean, their their first promo when they turn heel, I remember it clearly. They're like in the crowd. Uh, they, they, they're coming from the side of the crowd and they're just screaming in anger whilst they're doing their promo. I thought it was fantastic. Mm. This is this is brilliant. This is what we need more of. But the, And then that sort of led up to like the New Day and Usos for a long time. But the problem is, is because you've only got three tag teams that are viable on SmackDown. It's, you know, rinse, repeat, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just the same thing yeah. over and over again. Where is sanity, everybody? Oh, um, they're long gone, mate. <laughs> I, they're, the, they're on a plane. The bit, the bit that I like, like, the Usos were very, look, we're better than you, actually are better than you. We're a better <laughs> we tag it. team. We know it. So everything that they said, they shot them down and did their usual kind of like smarky references to how they're better. But then you kind of had this thing where the, the Miz and Shane were trying to prove that they're a better tag team, so like they could, they knew each other better. Yeah, the chemistry and, it's and the, stuff. It's oh. just the fact that it was like, "What's your favorite food?" And he was like, "Quiche, quiche, quiche." <laughs> it's that. It's just like slapstick humor, which is yeah, really yeah, it funny. was, and it's stuff that Miz can play pretty well. Shane isn't very good at it, but but, but, <laughs> no, but Miz can... no, Shane's not very good at many things. Almost <laughs> like shouldn't be a wrestler. The only thing Shane is good at is throwing his face into kicks. That's the only thing he's good at. <laughs> No, those those but man family potatoes. Someone needs to tell him. Someone needs to tell him that wrestling's fake because he (laughs) just hasn't got the memo and he's just thrown his face in the way of (laughs) flips and it's just chill out, man. He's got the perfect head shape to just be kicked. I presume. I think that's got to be it. I'm punched. Mm -hmm. I'm punched. He also doesn't have to worry about wrestling the other 200 matches a year that all the main guard does because he wrestles at. (laughs) pay-per-views only, so he, it doesn't matter if he gets a little bit injured or a bruise here and there. He always falls 50 feet off a cage. No, it's he fine. Gets, oh, you know, here in February. Oh, I just had the realisation. Here in February, and he's already got like 50 concussions. <laughs> I've just had this really weird... <laughs> just had this really weird thought. Like... He is not starting an elimination chamber pod and jumping out of it to start this match. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, do you know when they talk about like surprise, best best wrestlers and that you like we used to put Brock Lesnar in like not best wrestler but like how do I word this? Big guy. The big dog. Best, big sweaty brute. Yeah. I'm just like he wrestles the same amount of time as Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Actually, no, he wrestles more than Brock Lesnar. Yes, he wrestles more than Brock does. Let <laughs> that is... sink in a moment, everybody. Shane McMahon wrestles more than the Universal Champion. Well, Shane McMahon's forty-nine years old, though, and he can do a shooting star press on like Brock Lesnar, yeah. <laughs> and he can go coast to coast, and he can fall off a cage. 
He cannot go coast Daddy, to coast. watch me! I'm, I'm not having that. He cannot go coast to coast. Anymore. He can go very close to coast to coast, but not when fully he, coast to coast. When the guy in the corner has to jump 10 feet forward just for him to kick it <laughs> and then him get a concussion afterwards, <laughs> cannot go coast to coast. I do then, fear every time I see him jump to the top rope and I see someone crouched in the corner, slump on the bottom rope, I go, please, Shane, can you just stop? Please, don't. And, or then, whenever Shane and then he's the one where he got speared by Roman, and I thought Roman had murdered him. I was just like, oh, that was a dirty concussion. <laughs> he was fucking shaking and everything. That was the one where Randy Orton had to go. Yeah, yeah had to um, break yeah, kayfabe. Not dead. Don't like. He nearly died. But he's gonna he be nearly fine. Died. He's gonna be he's okay. Gonna, he's gonna be okay. He's, you know, but a little bit. <laughs> he's pulling he's the faces he's pulling the same faces of the backstage segment where he got attacked it's like <laughs> 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 yeah, he he's been choking on something bear in mind this is this is a tag team champion everybody. he's the best in the world mate I'll have you know I'll have you know he's the best in the world yeah Could legit um the next Long segment that happened was the Gauntlet match, which oh. was pure fire. I love so it came country. out over the week that Mustafa Ali was injured, uh, wouldn't be able to participate in the Elimination Chamber match. That is a legit injury. Um, it's just a black eye, isn't it? He got a concussion with it and they haven't played him in time. Yeah. He, so we were kind of I don't know was it announced before that Kofi was going to be no so they, they said it was going to be one of the new day and there was three or four segments where they were backstage all licking each other's bum holes saying Teasing you're better it. no you're better no you're better no you're better when, when Big E took his when Big E took his jacket off or his whatever it was everybody, I bet everybody at home was going yes it's time for Big E to actually be in a championship match again no um, no, no they went for the better option in Kofi Kingston oh yeah I've, I kind of said to myself, they're going to put Kofi in it because Mustafa Ali is a cruiserweight or ex-cruiserweight. You need somebody who's going to do those big high-flying spots. Jump off the top of the, the pods or hang from the top and there was, you're, like, you're not going to get Big E doing that, are you? Yeah, because you see the thing is, that's what I thought until I watched the match. And in the match, they are making, be, they're making Kofi look like a, uh, someone who's a credible threat. He pinned well, the champion. He pinned... They also, yeah, he, he did that, and, and he looks like a credible threat, but you still need somebody in that match that's going to do those high-flying spots as well. Just oh, because yeah. he's doing the spots doesn't mean he can't be a credible threat uh-huh. elsewhere. You've got Jeff Hardy in there, mate. You've got Jeff fine. in there. Jeff, just, just let him a man who will try and kill himself. Like, He'll be fine. He limped his way through the three minutes in this match. He'll go, he'll, you know, he's going to go neck first from the outside of the cage, through the, through the through the cage, through the plexiglass, through the ring, down, you know, past Hornswoggle, down all the way, <laughs> and below he'll be the floor. fine. He'll walk up, and he'll walk away, he'll, holding his he'll arm. Walk away, he'll get stretched out. He'll be um, yeah. <laughs> the 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 very start of this when they all came out. Um, can someone explain to me what the hell Big E was holding? A big lump <laughs> of meat. <laughs> he was you know getting people he... to taste his meat smoothly. <laughs> it looked very tasty. Don't know what you're laughing at, mate. I love Big E's meat. <laughs> it must have been just like it was sausage meat or something. It was, it was sausage awesome. meat, I think. It was. Awesome. It was brilliant. What have been even better if he would have like tried to stroke Daniel Bryan's face with it? 
I that, that's just teasing someone for their for their beliefs movement. You're an evil bastard. Yeah, but he ate. They he ate meat in front of him the other week. You're just evil, mate. <laughs> someone wants to be vegan, and you're there like slapping the sausage in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, where's your plant now, dickhead? <laughs> That's nothing. I have nothing against vegans or vegetarians. No, I just, no. I just wanted to take, make a joke. Um, <laughs> Biggie uh, was Biggie was chomping on some beef in front of Daniel Bryan. Sausage, I mean. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh the no, beef. He had burger. like a big steak. He, and he was just like giving him the eyes while he's eating it. He did a loop on it. He was he was very much caressing and licking. That <laughs> oh, was lovely. Perfect. I love Biggie. Big e and the is big so Biggie's look, which is the big, the big <laughs> eyes. Biggie, it's a second all about Kofi. Because I want to get onto Kofi now. No, but honestly, after Biggie. watching this match, I'm. Oh, Kofi needs a title run. I, I don't care how or when it happens. It'll it, never happen. Oh, it will. I'm, I'm convinced it will. They I'm, don't trust him after what happened with Randy Orton all those years ago. They no, don't. no, they do now. After give what what they they gave him the hope spot in the fuck it, or they gave him the hope run in the Gauntlet match, and you're telling me that they got no trust in him. No, they they, they had a ten-minute backstage promo after. No, I'm yeah, not doing it. No, because you don't trust him because they don't trust him. It's not. No, that's box. What no? Daniel Bryan in a main event ma- or a, a big match at Mania, so he's going to win. I, I see where Chris is coming from. I personally, I think that Kofi Kingston will end up on a B paper pay per view against the WWE champion at some point this year. Fast but I don't lane. think he'll win it. I don't think it'll Fa- be Fastlane. Fastlane. I think it'll be somewhere between SummerSlam and Survivor Series. It'll be the Saudi it'll be the Saudi Arabia show, mate. Oh. <laughs> Now. No, honestly, it probably would be. No, I mean, I'm, I'm in the opinion that from that match and from the backstage promo afterwards, which I set, which I linked you guys to, it was on the net, uh, which is a WWE.com exclusive thing, or the YouTube one. Ah, oh, it's just fantastic, and you can tell that Xavier Woods and Biggie are genuine about what they're saying about Kofi in a way that no, this was set up so we could get Kofi a title. We want Kofi needs to be a champion. He deserves it, and I fully agree. He's been there eleven years, and you got him like you know beating his chest in front of AJ, going, "No, I've been waiting for eleven years for this. Fight me, fight me." Ah. Oh. Perfect. It all Loved sounds it. like the perfect ruse for a heel turn, if you ask me. It does a little <laughs> bit. No, no, it does a little bit because you, you even that today WWE did a New Day did a New Day did a recreation of the barbershop segment with um, Shawn Michaels and Jeanette and yeah, Brutus so, Beefcake. I saw that advertised. I didn't watch it, but Brutus ah, Beefcake. Yes, and yeah, Biggie was the. Biggie was beefcake. It was so perfect. Could you imagine Big E as a proper heel, not like Dolph Ziggler's henchman heel? Like proper heel. No, 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 I couldn't. I actually no. couldn't. Yeah. But, he's but, the fun-loving absolute yeah, a, goof. But I tell you what, though, take that away from him. I he did it really no. well. Uh, what what I did see though is you saw Kofi Kingston do the short play the Shawn Michaels character with the leather jacket and the heel aggression, and I thought. That looked fucking awesome, <laughs> and ah, oh, it just looked really cool. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's oh, that'd be interesting. way to get him into a title shot. He d- comes out dressed head to toe in leather and rubs himself up against Daniel Bryan, and that's how you get them again in the match. <laughs> well, so that's basically what Biggie does, anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of meat infused pancake in his like 
<laughs> the New Day are never going to turn heel, though. No, they're never no. going to turn heel again. They're too good. Yeah, they're too good. They're, they're, they're just perfect as faces. Doesn't matter whether they're too good. They sell merch to kids. They, they do. Yeah, that, merch, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I mean. Is and they're too good in the way they, they basically just sell tons of merch for kids. It's just so it'd be wrong for them to turn heel or, mm-hmm. or to break up. Maybe, yeah. maybe in a way for Kofi to get to become champion, they he, Kofi turns on them or something. I don't know. Maybe something to happen someday. Someday in the long term future but Kofi needs a title after seeing all that to, all that on Smackdown he needs it at some point yeah um, interestingly he lasted over an hour yeah I think it was like 61 minutes like... first man ever to do more than 60 minutes on Smackdown the funny thing is um, it's nearly it was only one day apart from a year of Seth Rollins that's because Elimination Chamber happened at the same time last year, mate. Yep. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it, it was pretty much an identical match, wasn't it? It was just like 25 minutes shorter. But, John Cena wasn't there, but other than that, it was the same match. Just with The kind of comparisons here, and you've talked about Kofi, is... Are you telling me that, that Kofi Kingston's going to win the Rumble next year? Is that what you're trying to say? Shut your face. Yeah, I'd love it. It it could happen. I would, but it's not going to fucking happen. But this is, <laughs> this is the kind of... that what That's what propelled... Seth Rollins in this last, last not last necessarily. Seth Rollins was already known as a very good technical I, yes. wrestler, and then and but then, he elevated him even more. He like he went into the stratosphere. But Seth was on his own. Oh, day. He wasn't part of a group, a tag team group, was he? Yeah. Whereas with this, kind of, it gives yeah. you levels of feels of that. But I don't know with Kofi. It's... I, I again, I would love it if they could, if they could push Kofi to the moon. Uh, but I mean, I, I still remember his 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 run against R- Randy Orton. Oh, I mean, yes, he fucked it up. There's no denying it. He did a fuck up. But that night where he turned on Randy and just kicked the shit out of him for twenty minutes straight, loved it. It was ah, oh, what he did a, did the, the boom drop, whatever it's fucking called, that leg drop over uh, like really high up onto onto a table and with Randy underneath it. Fucking brilliant. Loved it. Mm. And ah, oh, one day, one day, Kofi, one day. So he eliminated Daniel Bryan, yep. Jeff Hardy, yeah. and Samoa Joe. Yep. Samoa's going really well, isn't he? <laughs> Samoa Joe might as well just say, look, guys, was, I'm going. Hello, AEW. How are no, you? No, no, no. <laughs> I want to be in there. But yeah, um, uh, like, it, that was perfect. Like, the, the way they managed to get... Kofi to win all those matches was incredible. They then got Samoa Joe to beat the shit out of him. They then made AJ look like somebody that you actually give a shit about as a wrestler for the first time since he won the WWE title because he came out, he looked genuinely concerned without being patronising. It's the first time I've cared about anything that AJ has done since he took the title off Jinder Mahal. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one, absolutely. One 15 second 20 second clip he's gone from being somebody that nobody gives a shit about to somebody who actually is a face again he's like somebody we care about he had a point and then the whole match finished with the most obvious RKO out of nowhere that it's because of the ca- it's because of Kevin Dunn's fucking camera angle oh well, let's, was focus. Coming. It was let's right on focus face. on yeah. AJ Styles for 10 minutes yeah, and I I I, kept, I was sat there going, it's coming, 
It's coming. And I was trying to predict when it was going to happen. I was like, now. I was like, now. <laughs> they shouldn't have even had Randy's music play. They should have just, as soon as soon as it's, uh, as soon as he's done the pin, he gets up. He's, uh, you know, he's, Kofi's rolling out of the ring or whatever. AJ stands up, waits for the um, waits for the music to hit, and then just have him come straight out there instead of having it, instead of having the camera like right on on right in on him. It, it would have worked better. It was awful. Yeah, awful. But, but it, it was going to happen. Great match. It was going to happen. I mean, I don't think it was an awful end to the match. I just didn't like how it was. I didn't like how it was executed. The theory was perfect. The, ex- the execution, oh, yeah. not so much. No, thank you, Kevin. I Jones. think it's perfect because you can say that Kofi. You can pretty much say that Kofi lasted the whole way through. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was only like thirty seconds after that he was eliminated. The match was over. So. Yar, yar. Um, so that's Raw and SmackDown. Let's do predictions before we talk about NXT. Jack hasn't laid his cards yet. He hasn't. He keeps them close to his chest all the time. You should know that by now. Um, I'm not giving so... away my strategies and my faults. Fucking strategy, we look at you, have... Jesus. It doesn't uh, If I win one more predictions, that means I've won the predictions for the year. No so one I'm cares. Oh, shit. Uh, what do you win? Um, um, the predictions for the from Smoothman. Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. You win Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle, not Glenn Hoddle. Oh, fucking I hell. just said a Kissman from Smoothman, which, to be honest, yes, Jack I'm would get win. that any day. So. Hell yeah. Oh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to spread the love on Rusev Day. Oh, not again. <laughs> Continuity, mate. I'm WWE. <laughs> Just feeding it in there. Um, we have got um, some guest predictions um, for Elimination Chamber. Unfortunately, we were really organised that we didn't plan for them to come It's because I thought Elimination Chamber was two weeks from now, all right? <laughs> um, so... Paul, our good friend, who listens to the podcast regularly. Um, Matt got in touch with him pretty much today and last couple of days and said, look, we need someone to do guest predictions. We can't have Kev win after a year of Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. Can you come and do some predictions for us and take that off him, please? Um, So thank you very much, Paul. Shout out to Paul. Yes, Paul. Um, And we will add those predictions in. Um, as and when he had to make them. Um, first match is the Cruiserweight Championship, which we're assuming and probably will be on the pre-show. Of course it is. They've already announced uh, it. Which is dumb. Yes. Um, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Um, I'm going to start with our guest, Paul. He went with Buddy Murphy. Um, I also went with Buddy Murphy for... Reasons. I I I totally agree with Paul. So when I was talking to Paul about this, he said you're not going to have a title change on the pre-show, um, so it's going to be Buddy Murphy, which um, I totally agree with. Yeah, Buddy Murphy, because I said this last time, you're not going to stick a title on Akira Tozawa. I can't see him running a division. Nope. No, I don't think he's a big enough draw for that division. Buddy Murphy's fantastic as he is. So yeah, I'll go with Buddy Murphy as well. Cool. Um, this has been dubbed by Jack. Some dead feud between two dead guys, no DQ, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. To be honest, I didn't even know this was happening. Um, no, me neither. Don't really care. Um, One of these Paul... matches got announced on social media, and then the no DQ stipulation got announced on social media. 
Good for you guys. Well done. <laughs> Good bigging it up. Um, Paul has gone with Baron Corbin. So he gave um, us a little bit of steer on this. He said uh, it's going to be Corbin by shenanigans. So he thinks that there's going to be some a load of beatdowns from Braun and then Corbin's going to do something and end up winning it. He doesn't know what, but he's just said it's going to be shenanigans of some sort. Splendid. Um, I went with Braun Strowman because it's Braun. I, I went with Braun Strowman because if he doesn't beat Constable Corbin, then he might as well just be dead. Yeah, Braun Strowman. There's, uh, you need to try and build him back up to what he was. Losing to Baron Corbin isn't the way to do that. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder what is next for Baron Corbin because he's since that that GM run, it's just An falling apart. Ring, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's it's really not going well for him at the moment. But I I can't see him losing. So I can't see Braun Strowman losing it in any way. It just makes no sense to me. So Braun needs to be built up, as Jack said. So yeah, I'll go with Braun. Indeed. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the best tag team in the world, Miz and Shane versus the Usos. Um, Paul has gone with Miz and Shane. Did he add anything else, Matt, to that? He, he said two things. He said it's the set for the same reason that you're not going to have uh, the Cruiserweight title going to change on a ship pre-show or ship pay-per-view. You're not going to have the SmackDown t- the tag team titles. And he also said the world tag te- world best tag team stick is going to run till Mania, which is I totally agree with. Um, I'm sorry, my friends just tagged me in something which is highly amusing. I'll share it with you at the end. Um, Good I've gone with attention, man. I know I, I popped Good up job. on my notifications, man. Should put up do not disturb one. Um, I've gone with the Usos, and I'm gonna regret doing it. Yeah, you are. Um, I'd rather the Usos had it running into Mania. I I've kind of had a little bit of a thought now that I've put it in that maybe Sanity might get involved somewhere. <laughs> you're really going, you're hard. I'm really going really like out there um, and absolutely destroy Miz and Shane. You're more likely to see Ryback come in and do, do anything than fucking cool, Sanity. Cool, thank you. Yeah, yeah moving on. <laughs> Bring back to and have the spot where Shane falls off the thing again. We'll just do that. Bring back so Kane can... T- Electrocute his bollocks again. Great. I've gone with Daddy Issues to win because they're go- they're going to Mania. At which point they'll Miz will cost Shane the match. No, sorry, Shane will cost Miz the match at Mania, and then we'll get a, a heel turn on the Monday Night Raw. I mean Tuesday Night SmackDown afterwards. If that happens, I don't care. I've gone for Miz and Shane. I think the breakups coming a lot earlier. Maybe TV. Or fast lane, and that's going to be the match for Mania, isn't it? Miz versus Shane. Who would be the heel? I don't care. Is it going to be a Hell in a Cell match by any See, chance? It probably. See, Inferno Head in a Cell. <laughs> Inferno <laughs> Bollock. <laughs> bollock execution on a mat. On a yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I've gone for Miz and Shane as well. See, this is we, we, we've all gone for different times for when the breakups going to happen. I actually think they're going to keep this running for a really long time. They've invested a lot in this. If you think about it, they've invested a lot of time and effort into this Miz and Shane stuff. So, I actually think this is going to run for a long time, maybe even a year or so. Oh, um, oh no, oh I, I'm. But you see, the oh thing is, God. is yes, yes, it was. You know, we've been taking the piss out of it, but I actually think that the chemistry is starting to get there bit by bit, and I genuinely think that it's something that 
given time, I think it could really work. Um, it is laughable because it's Shane. But at the same time, you're thinking, you know, Miz is still entertaining as fuck. And Shane can still cut a halfway decent promo. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think it's going to keep going for a long time. No, past Mania, past SummerSlam, maybe even a Survivor Series. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, Miz and Shane for now. I know I've just alienated a lot of lot of fans there. I'm sorry, but it's, I think it's true. Wonderful. Um, Intercontinental Championship match. Bobby Lashley um, versus Finn Balor. Paul has gone with Finn Balor. Matt. Yeah, he said if his push is continuing, then he'll overcome the odds here, um, potentially with some backup from potentially the club or somebody else. But he reckons <laughs> that it might be backup, but... He didn't say the club, but I assume that's what he's trying to insinuate. He just said potentially with some backup. But yeah, he's, Cruz, they're best mates, aren't they? He said that yeah, he reckons Finn is gonna get, get his push continued, so he's gonna win this match. Um I went with Bobby Lashley because it's Bobby Lashley. What are you gonna give what is he gonna do if he loses this? Go home, hopefully. <laughs> so I've kind of gone with he's only he's not re- he's only recently won it. So why would they take it off him so soon? Because it's Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Because they but, need a transitional champion to get it onto Balor. Yeah, I've gone for Finn Balor because that's the only reason they would possibly put um, little shitbag, I forgot, the Leo Rush in the match is so that Finn can pin Leo Rush mm. so that Bobby Lashley kind of still looks strong. Oh, he's in the match? Yes. Is it a triple threat? Or is it a handicap? Handicap. Oh my oh my good god. I didn't even notice that. I kind of just saw and Leo Rush and just assumed he was with him. Sorry, yeah. Jack, I completely uh, misread uh, that. Uh, works. I usually go with Leo Rush. Oh my god, I can't believe I've just missed I've that. gone for Finn Balor as well. To pin Leo Rush, um, but also linking into another storyline. If oh. Finn Balor can beat two people, that makes Brock Lesnar look even stronger. Not now. I'll make Seth Rollins look even stronger when he beats Lesnar because Finn Balor can't beat Lesnar, but he can beat two men. Yes, he can. Well, <laughs> for that, we'd have to care about what happened previously. And we'd have to care about Brock Lesnar, yeah. to be honest. And so, that's all that matters. No, Leo Rush is in this to eat the pin. That's fine. So, yeah, I've gone for Finn Balor to win it. Uh, another factor is if Balor, think about what would happen to Balor's trajectory if he lost. You know, th- you know, he's he's come off a really good couple of matches recently, and no, you know, okay, this is a bit of a weak as fuck feud. Uh, Bobby Lashley's transitional champion, I believe, to get the title off of Rollins and get it to Finn Balor. To be honest, credible champion, I think, and having having Balor and Seth as champions after Mania, I think, would be fucking awesome. So personally, yeah, Balor, I think. I hate my life. You've made um, a mistake, Smoothman. I'm going to lose this massively. Yes, you are. I've gone Usos and Lashley. So, yeah. Um, Women's Tag Team Championship in the Structure Elimination Chamber. Um, I'll go through the teams quickly. Absolution, Right Squad, Naya Intamina, Iconics, Boss and Hook Connection, and Fab Glow. Um, I went with Boss and Hook. I am kind of going what I've been reading months away where it was, yeah, we're going to get them to be the champions, then they're going to feud with um, Lita and Trish. 
um, just to elevate the tag titles. That's probably going to be the Mania match. Yeah, Sasha and Bailey against them. So I kind of just went with that and ignored the fact that they're going to be in first. Then I saw the Iconics and kind of wanted to change my mind last minute and then thought, no, because I don't think the Iconics could, could win it. Um, I kind of see the logic from what I've read previously. So there you go. I've gone controversial. I've gone for the Iconics. I, They are the only well-established tag team in there. You can't count the Riot Squad. They they weren't a thing 18 months. They basically were thrown together to go on to the main roster to fill out enough w- women to have the first Royal Rumble. You can't count um, the two, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, because, again, exactly the same thing. They'd never met each other before and then got thrown out of the right, main roster. They're on Tough Enough together. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. They don't, yeah, but the Iconics are the only true tag team. Then you've got to look at it and... How are you going to get the big pop at Mania if Sasha and Bailey go into it as champions? You're not. You're going to get a, an average pop when they come out and an average pop when they win it. If you put it on the Iconics, you put it on somebody who the crowd will not shit on when they win this match, as long as they pin somebody like Sonya Rose and Mandy De- Ma- Sonya Mandy Rose. Deville, <laughs> Mandy, Mandy Deville and Sonya Sonya Rose, or. Or the riot squad, or as long as they pin somebody like that for the last thing, they're not going to get a boo, and people aren't going to shit all over it. They, you have the uh, the iconics do some shenanigans at fast lane to retain the titles, and then you have the boss and hug connects. I can't believe I just said that, but you have Bailey and Sasha win the titles at Mania for the massive pop. See, you thought way too much into that without thinking. Vince McMahon is a massive troll. Nia Jax and Tamina are winning. <laughs> if you want the big pop at WrestleMania, you'd have Sasha and Bailey beat Nia Jax. But Nia, Nia Jax is facing um, Dean Ambrose at Mania, so how can she be in this not match? Not going to happen, mate. Nia Jax and Tamina are becoming the first, the first WWE oh, tag, women's tag team. Tamina's going to hold a title. What? For <laughs> the massive amount of heat that they're going to get, and Nia Jax will play off it. Perfectly, and then Sasha and Bailey will beat him at WrestleMania. She can't play off heat if she tried. She will do it. She destroyed her Twitter game. It's not as good as Becky's, obviously. Nothing's no. as good as Becky's, but um, she, she, she demolishes people on, on TV. Twitter. That's what um, Tamina's doing. I think you're They're wrong. It's a it's a bold strategy. Let's hope it pays off. Um, can I just say? <laughs> I, I think I mentioned it earlier on. That I, I I. I really, really wish it would be Iconics. I love, so we, we, we spoke about them earlier, and I'm massive, massive fans of their work. But I think there's too much prestige in the whole four thing for the uh, for Sasha and Bailey to be first tag team champions. That's well, not first ever, but you know what I mean. The first of this iteration of the tag team titles. I think it's too it, it, the the prestige is too much for them to not be the champions. So yeah, I think it's gonna be them too. Also, Fabglow does sound like some sort of sexual toy. Um, and uh, moving on. Have them win it at Mania. Have Becky win at Mania. Have them pry over Charlotte and be like, come on, mate. You're good. No. Just join us. Hug it out after they've all won gold, except for Charlotte, because she's they're, a bitch. They're going to plug some Cultaholic merch as well, And then they're gonna, they're <laughs> going to plug Cultaholic merch. Join and, us. And then... <laughs> We're going to get the four horsewomen then, and then we won't see anything else of it until Survivor Series. 
because yeah, the because other two. Jesse Manduk is not ready, and neither is the other one. Very Marina much not Jeffy, ready. Yeah. Ronda's having kids. Well, if she's having kids. She's not going to be fucking at Survivor Series, is yeah, she? I mean, yeah, so nine months, Jack. It takes nine months to go into, to, to go into a Survivor Series if she wants to have kids. If she's, I personally, the more it goes on, I don't think we're going to get a four horsewoman match. It, it, no, it, it, it doesn't happen. take nine months to conceive. It takes like twenty minutes to conceive. It takes nine. Yes, months I, to, I realized I said the word conceive <laughs> instead of you know gestation. Yeah. <laughs> Incubation. Wow. <laughs> welcome words. to the welcome to the scientific pog part of today's bad expressing podcast. Scientific pog pog champ. We're going pog I can't champ. Even, now, are we? I am struggling, mate. Leave me alone. Um, You're struggling. <laughs> I just said Raw wants to conceive. Raw, <laughs> Raw Women's Championship: Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Um, Paul went with Ronda. His reasoning was, and I'm quoting here, no way the WWE are losing their cash cow WrestleMania main event by having Ronda drop it to Ruby the Jobber. Um, She's so much better than a Jobber, but I I can't disagree. I went with Ronda as well. I went with Ronda as well. Exactly the same reason. If Ronda loses, we riot. (laughs) If Ronda loses, it'd be fucking hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Vince levels of troll activity. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he is a massive troll. Um, and then finally, WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match: D. Bry, Samojo, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi. Um, I went with um, Daniel Bryan because Should he's we... not—he's not losing. They've changed the title to make it more Daniel Bryan friendly. You're not going to make him lose it two weeks after he's got this new title. And I mean, you can. You need him at Mania, to be fair. Yeah, you need him with, to hold it at Mania. I've gone with Greeny Balls as well. Just Greedy Balls? Did you? Greeny Balls. That's not what I heard. Yeah, that's what I said. Greeny Balls himself. He's gonna, he's gonna come out. He's gonna hide away, do all the heel shit. He'll probably sit on top of a, um, what's it called? Pod. Pod, for twenty minutes, half an hour, have a nap. Do a diving headbutt and make me think that he's probably going to kill himself and, yeah, win the match somehow. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, I've just had a thought. Do you know when we said um, about how we need Jeff Hardy and Kofi Kingston to do some high-flying stuff off this elimination chamber? Yeah. It's not the old structure, so I don't, so I don't know how they're going to hang off the top of the thing. If anyone can, Jeff can. He'll find a There's way. There's still gaps in the thing, isn't there? So you can still hang. You stick your neck through it. It'll be fine. Yeah, he'll do something. Yeah, and he'll get they, hung they, off they, by his earlobe or something. They can do stuff off. Oh wow! They can do stuff off the pods, but the the structure is higher from the ring. <laughs> I'm up the side, mate. Isn't there like not very much of a gap? Right, I'm right. I'm talking about him falling, not the bit where he's climbing. The climbing bit's easy. Yeah. Oh, okay, go on. You actually, no. Do it actually, no. The falling bit's easy, but I'm just thinking safety concerns via WWE's health policies. They're not going to let someone fall from that high, are they? Yes, they are. Do you think they care about safety? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they let the owner's son jump from 40, 50, 60 feet. Do you think they give a fuck about Jeff Hardy? No. Just, just applying for the painkillers, it'll be fine. All right, all right. It's fine. not much higher than the Hell in a Cell. Jeff fell from that less than six months I ago. Pills, I wouldn't stick pills in Jeff Hardy. That can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 
Wow. Oh, I know it's not allegedly, but. Should we move on? The least yes. allegedly thing we've ever said. Should we move on? Um, NXT this week, I didn't watch it. I didn't have time. Um, but I'll read through the card, and I'm sure these boys will enlighten us on what happened. So, Dominic Dijakovic versus Shane Fawn, that Feast one guy. Your eyes. So, hang on a minute. Isn't one of the mighty been released? Yeah. Or left? He, he had a kid and left him. So Shane Thorne is not actually part of a tag team. He's just a lone wolf. Shane Thorne. He's just a lone wolf. <laughs> I assume they're trying to figure something out for him and it's not working. Yeah. Like this match was quite good. You had Dijakovic do a springboard spinning elbow to the outside. Springboard. Oh, as in he jumped onto the rope and then jumped Jump. back off it. I jumped onto meant... the top rope. Then outside the ring to do a spinning like elbow hit. It was like for somebody who's like six foot three, six foot four, built like a brick shit house. It's not the kind of move set that you think he'd be doing. Did you feast your eyes on it? I did feast my eyes on it. Um, so I like... I was really impressed by this game. Yeah, uh, but the game <laughs> match. <laughs> you okay. Um, I'm a little bit hyper. Splendid. Wrestling's um, exciting me again. So who won? Dijakovic. Okay. Yeah, he's on a massive that, push. That was. Understandable. Um, Street Profits versus Humberto Carrillo and Stacy Irvin Jr. I've never heard of Stacy Irvin Jr. Who is he? Apparently, he's been on the um, he's been doing a lot of the house shows and he's very much liked on the house shows. So, and he, he spent a lot of time not in this match until he got his neck <laughs> and that was it. He got his neck snapped off. What might as well have done. Did you not see the clip that Chris put in the the DMs. So basically, um, German suplex, but instead of landing on his shoulders, he literally landed on his neck and head. And everyone, you could hear a pin drop. Everyone in the crowd was like, the, "Yeah, oh, fuck. crowd went silent. The ref pushed um, thingy out of the way to go straight down at the floor to see if he was all right. Ronello's like shitting his pants on commentary. Like, yeah, it just it, it was a really bad spot. Then he got up and he was fine. Yeah, he's so, fine yeah. and it's all good. But yeah, it, it looked brutal and it yeah it did not look like it was comfortable. But other than that, this was a really good match. Fair enough. Um, and the winners were Street Profits. Yep. Shout out to. And the then guys. they all had a massive brawl, all the tag teams, and it was wonderful. Yeah, it was it was a, a nice big clusterfuck of tag teams at the end because we had um, European Union came out and they are calling them the European Union and I really don't yeah. like that, but. Uh, yeah, Come so on, Euro- Brexit, mate. European, <laughs> European Union came out. Then only Lorcan and Danny Birch came out. Then War uh, the War Raiders came out, and as they were as they kicked off, and they were like, "Oh, come and fight us!" Walked walk down to the ring, and then Undisputed Era hit them, and then there was a big brawl, and it was a nice big clusterfuck of tag team. Also, um, it's Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish again as tag team, not Kyle, not Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Which means Roderick Strong is going to go for the North American title by the end of the year, I would yep. say. I like. What the name? The Red, Red Dragon. Red Dragon, it? yeah. Red Riley and Fish. And they, I think I prefer that tag team. I do. And I also prefer Strong as a singles wrestler over Fish. Yeah, I mean, nothing against Strong. Strong's awesome, but, you know. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, they've yeah. Just, they've, just got, um, they've got better chemistry because they've wrestled throughout the... Uh, Indies together, if you will. Yeah. So they just ooed at something. Yeah, oh! my, He's just so watched the, the I've watched German. The, the German suplex where he pretty much just crushes his neck. 
Um, it wasn't a German. It was like a back suplex. Yeah. Where oh, and the crowd reactions. Oh my god, Mark Murray was like, "Oh Jesus, Jesus, God, what the." So, oh wow! The ref that... was straight over and got involved. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it must have very, must have been a very, very quick squeeze of the hand, and then that's when the Montez was like, Montez decided to sort of heal. Yeah. Are they got? Are they heels? Because that was heel as fuck. No, the reaction was heel as fuck. I'm sorry, but it was. Maybe they're it, turning. Then they're, they're not they're really face or heel at the moment. They're they whatever they need to be for the match. Tweenies. Not tweenies, tweeners. Tweenies. They are not the tweenies. I meant to say tweeners, but it came out tweeners. play with the tweenies. Yes, I know the yes, I know the worst of tweenies because I have young children. There we go. Lovely. Um. Then we had Tainara Conti. I've probably butchered that name. Versus Aaliyah, who she won. Aaliyah did. Wow. Not only did she win. But they've buried the. You remember we all said it'd be fantastic if Matt Riddle is the only person who can do the finish where strikes make you tap out. Yes. Yeah, Aaliyah did that. What was it? What strike was? Bruh! It? it didn't strike. It wasn't strike. Yeah, she it? was. Look at the thing. She's half doing a submission, and then her left calf is going up and down, striking the woman uh, in the head. Well, she's rubbing her thigh against her leg. No, she no. Literally, <laughs> it's, it's the calf. So like, if this Friction is her burn, head, tap out. and this is the calf, it's like this. Calf on the top of the head, and that's what made a tap. That is going to be some dodgy. The submission sounds for the was dodgy. The, the submission was like not in properly, and it, like that is really like Matt Riddle makes sense because it's a fucking UFC finish, and he's a UFC wrestler. Aaliyah is neither of those things. Um, She's we, neither a UFC person or a wrestler. Can we? Whoa. Can we all? Can we also? No, I, I I completely agree. Can we just just note for a minute how long Aaliyah's been in NXT and how she's still green? I I couldn't possibly tell you I, because I you don't, don't know. know who she is. <laughs> no, because I don't know who she is. Explain exactly. She's Problem been around for a while. Solved. She's been there <laughs> she, for some time. She yeah. has been there for a long time. When was Breaking Ground? Can someone do some? Oh God. <laughs> And so she start, yeah. She started <laughs> developing her character when it was breaking ground. I am currently. Can you just talk about the next? What happened after that? Because I'm sure there's some shenanigans. Shout out to my main man Zizi. Yeah. yeah. So follow. So in that match, somebody came into interfered. Jack, can you remember what her name is? Because I've never heard of her before. What? Who was it? Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. So she came in to knock. Conti off the top rope to get Aaliyah into the offensive position um, to yeah to get her on top. So then Vanessa Bourne got in the ring and then all of a sudden Shayna Baszler's music hit. She comes out uh, Bourne and uh, sorry, Bourne Scarpers um, Baszler attacks um, Aaliyah. Baszler then attacks Conti. Then Bourne gets back in to try and save Aaliyah and um, Jason Duke and Marina Shafir come down, and as Bourne tries to turn around and run away from Baszler, she runs straight into whichever one of them's got the broken face, and then, the other yeah. One, they... Sheila Fear. Sheila Fear. I have done some digging. Oh, yeah. God, that's loud. Um, sorry. This is um, why he's louder than everyone else in the pod. Yes. Yeah, you know. lick the fucking microphone when he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Did you actually hear that? Yes, we did. <laughs> um, I felt it. Aaliyah 
had her Breaking Ground episode air on the 3rd of November 2015. Bearing in mind, that was aired. So Six months prior, at least. (laughs) Start of 2015 is when she started doing promo practice and being in the ring. Like... She wasn't in ring much, I don't think, at that point in the video in the video packages that we saw. But twenty fifteen. Is this up there with Eva Marie levels of competency? Yeah, with four years. I'd probably go Eva Marie has more wrestling acumen than her. And it's also Which is really hurting me to say. Can I can I just point out that WWE are in talks apparently with bringing Eva Marie back? Alleged, that's what she has said. Yeah, yeah that well, is what she has said. Really is talking bullcrap. I've also got a bit of news for you. Go on. Go on. Uh, it affects the predictions. Oh. WWE superstar Jimmy Uso uh, was arrested after drunken dispute with cops in Detroit. Fuck after, off. After his 2018 Dodge smelt a reeks of alcohol, um, the cops ordered Naomi out the car, and despite commands from the cops, uh, Jimmy Uso got out of the car, took his shirt off, and squared up with the police officers. Apparently, oh, was that today? Is that breaking news now? Yeah, that just come out like recently. Yeah, like two hours. I assume it was last night, because otherwise he's fucking started early. <laughs> apparently, the officer took out his taser because he feared for his safety. My God! Bye, Usos. Thank you for coming. How fucking stupid can you be? I'm I'm sorry, but these are grown these are adults who are in the public eye still think that they can do stupid shit like this. I mean look, I, I, look, I, look don't, don't get me wrong. Drove the wrong way down a one way street, brilliant. Look, 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 what was that? He was driving the wrong way down a one way street, brilliant. Well done. No, he was only driving the wrong way down the wrong way street. Right. Brilliant, well done, Trinity, you fucking idiot. So are oh, you fucking idiot? No, I'm sorry, but she deserves to get the book thrown at her. As does the Uso that did this, the the, the Uso that squared out to the copper. Absolutely, the absolutely deserves to get the book thrown at them for this. That's that's ridiculous behaviour. I can't for someone who's in the public eye, who is looked up to by children, for that sort of shit to happen in this day and age now is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But I'll tell you what, because I'm swear this is not the first time one of the Usos has been done for drink driving before. So. It's not the first time, is it? So I think it was Jay the last time he got done for DUI. I think. Yeah, DUI. Oh, and it wasn't that long ago either. So and yeah, so, so that's a fucking that 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 that's another strike. That's that's got to be a strike of some description. I may also say that smoothman, though you cannot change your prediction. You are sticking with the USOs. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Surely, if, if, they're had... removed, if they're removed from the match, surely he gets a. Challenge. No, they'll be squashed probably. Yeah, they'll just be squashed instead, and then they'll, they'll, they'll have to have a long time away from television because that is I mean, unacceptable. Is that, is that if he's released? They won't have to have a long time away from television. Remember, Jeff Hardy got done for this in January of last year and was wrestling in February last year. Yeah, yeah it was like a week before the um, ultimate oh, deletion. Ultimate deletion. <laughs> yeah, and he was back two weeks later. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much for ruining my predictions. Um, and yeah, obviously just... breaking lots of laws. <laughs> that's the most important Sorry, that's thing. really, really fucked me off. I'm sorry. That I, I, I couldn't tell at all, mate. I couldn't tell. Um, should we finish NXT or was that the end of NXT? Oh, no. 
Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Of course, yeah. Jesus Christ. How can we forget that? It was absolutely incredible match again. And it ended per- like I, I, rather than going through the match, just go and fucking watch it. It's 20 minutes and it's a, a fantastic match. It's not quite as good as the one that I said was match of the year last year, but it's still an absolutely fantastic match. Ricochet wins, uh, which is the perfect outcome because straight away, like literally within three seconds of the referee's hand hitting the floor for the three, the other three of the undisputed era were in there kicking the shit out of Ricochet. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Keeps Ricochet looking like, um, 650 either. He did like a triple different various of suplexes he won by, which I thought was really cool. Mm. Interesting. Is that all? Yeah. Um, NXT UK, I haven't watched for two weeks. Again, I'm, I'm slacking. 15 minutes. Saw they did it in Phoenix, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> the deadest crowd ever. Basically, I watched uh, Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm do the promo together, and they obviously leave gaps in the promo so the crowds could react to it. They, they didn't react because they don't know what the fuck's going on because they're not a UK crowd. What is the point? Why? What? Just, 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 just why? It's a bold strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm probably the only one who actually watched the New Japan show. Yeah. Jay um, White won the title. So the biggest news was that Jay White won. He is a star. I do. Don't <laughs> go there. Don't start that again. He's, he's a star, but he's a fucking fan as a star. <laughs> yeah, so he won the IWGP title from Tanahashi. I kind of knew it was coming um, after Takeshi's Wrestle Castle. Kingdom. He beat it out of Takeshi's Castle. No, Tanahashi. Yeah, the, the leader of Takeshi's Castle, Takeshi. No, Isn't it Tanahashi. <laughs> This is why I hate talking New Japan when you're here. (laughs) New Japan is no one cares for New Japan. All the good talent. I paid seven hundred yen for this, and I'm using all of it. Um, I cancelled mine straight after the uh, wrestling. Well, you're a fool. (laughs) I'm not a fool. You are a fool. I don't care. Do we need to talk about New Japan? I'm going to talk about it because I watched it. Good night, everyone. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it amongst yourselves. Shall I, shall I, shall I do like a like an extra section? Yes, no, no, do a YouTube video. And it just be like, no, because it's been in Ghana. Um, this is perfect. Smoothman is the only person that if, of this podcast that cares about New Japan. I do. And right? is the only person left in New Japan. So Smoothman has to talk amongst himself, just like Omega's uh, going to have to wrestle himself for anybody to give a shit. <laughs> oh my god! You are, you are triggering me right now. I am trying to stay calm. No, I just do you know what I think. All right, who's turning their Xbox on? Is this because I'm talking about New Japan? Um, I why can I not find the results? Because <laughs> it never happened. Well, it happen. well, see, the thing is, you should you should know the results. Thing is, you watched it, smoothly. Yeah, but I can't remember the, the names and the oh, matches. It wasn't that good. The, 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 the no. Nobody knows who the wrestlers are because it's I do know who the wrestlers are. You don't know their names, then, do you, Smoothman? Right, right. <laughs> um, yes, Jay White beat Tanahashi. Yeah, we covered that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> which was a very good match. Thanks. Um, what happened in the match? Wrestling. Um he didn't oh, beat him he didn't beat he didn't beat him with the TTO 
actually. Okay. The Tanahashi tap out. He didn't. He didn't get in with that. Um, he destroyed his knee. Tanahashi destroyed knee. Jay White's knee, but Jay White won with a. Um, I think it was a blade or Sister Abigail. Yeah, it's pretty much, but it's blade. Oh no, it is a Sister Abigail. Yes, it is, but it's called the blade. <laughs> Did he kiss him on the forehead afterwards? No, he didn't. He goes, breathe with the switchblade. He gives him the cutthroat. Like the Luke Harper of the of the cult. It's amazing. The good bad guy, Tamaconda. 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 Come on, mate. Tamaconda. Tamatonga is the best. No, Tammy Tonga is the best. Tammy Tonga. So they didn't even... They had like a two... Two minute match because they attacked um, Toriano. Is it Mikabe? Yeah. I don't know, mate. I don't watch the product. (laughs) Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. I have been your host, Movement. If you want to hear about New Japan, text me. Here's my. Do a YouTube video. We got a YouTube. I'm not doing a YouTube. We have a huge presence on YouTube. Use it. It was a yes, week ago. Man. It's too late now. Um, but watch, someone else's, watch... watch someone else's reaction videos. <laughs> yeah, comment on their videos so they can talk about it. <laughs> well, I'll just find the new the new friend Matt's got and talk yeah. to them oh, about dear. it. Why, why, why. I, I hate you all. <laughs> I hate you all. Wrestling I'm, trying to, I'm trying He's to diversify. He's the only one left. Go and talk to him. He needs a friend. <laughs> To try and diversify, but we're an hour and fifty minutes into a podcast. I don't think anyone's listening. Well, bite me. No, <laughs> I will. Just time and place. Yeah, let's stop there. I'm not. I'm not going to continue because these guys are doing me head in. <laughs> I got. I haven't got patience for this. I've taught kids all day. Um, Thank you. You can talk to them about it. They don't (laughs) listen either. (laughs) (laughs) I've got them lightheaded. In game stuff out movement. Are we annoying? This is like being in a year eleven lesson again. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much to everybody who's listened to this podcast um please continue to follow us on the twitter at badbookerswp follow us and subscribe and like all the videos on our youtube badbookers wrestling podcast follow us all on twitter our twitters are also on the badbookers page and thank you very much for listening Bye. Bye. bye see you guys Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.